Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers and this is... Pat-O. Pat-O. It's just the two of us. It is. It's uh, like old times. Um... <laughs> I know people hate that. Yeah, we don't... Uh, we're done with guests. We did it. We did the guest thing for a while and now we're... Jesus, that was a fucking marathon. Done with that for a while um it's it kind of nice though. though right yeah it's yeah. kind of nice it's like we get to take a break because we don't have to research as much um you know and it, and it's always nice to catch up with friends and and promote <laughs> people shit and talk to new people and network and uh and i also you know. i also feel like it stops being our show then because it it's you're because right we don't have to research stuff we just have to have people on but then it's like we're having these people on and then it's like i don't know <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like two thirds of the guests. I won't name names. I have my favorites. I don't think I disliked any of them. But, I didn't um, know that there was any tea there. But maybe we should talk about that. No, 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 no. It was just uh, they were they were mostly pretty good. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, it was like cool. Me. Yeah, it was fun. Like I said, we met some people. Um, I'm, you know, I met some people. You met some people. Um, right. it was good. You know, I I think it was good. And um, but I'm glad to be back to the regular show format um you know because that's what you guys are here for allegedly so sure uh you know it's not <laughs> it's not bad i like to do the guest shows because you know to be honest with you putting out a show every single week i get burnt out and maybe uh, if we just did like one guest a month i don't know like i if, said i like doing the guest shows because then it's kind of like i'm on vacation from the show oh so you'd rather have them in one in what in a massive rock block like that yeah i kind of like it and then I, like i said it's like a vacation it's like a big it's like it's like how you know different other podcasts have like seasons we don't have that right we've got every single wednesday there's a show out <laughs> you know yeah. um so i feel like when we have guests on it's like the it's like the mid-season break or whatever but for us and then yeah. people still get shows to listen to so sure i don't know I, that's that just me sense. but by the time we're done with guests i'm i'm so ready to get back on the show <laughs> so yeah anyway so um we will not have any more guests for the foreseeable future um right now but it will happen again but thanks to everybody that came on for sure um and uh shared your your weird knowledge with us pato how was your spooky weekend um it was all right i wasn't really feeling it this year i think it was like you know how sometimes you get that feeling for christmas where you just want it to be over like or maybe you don't but you know sometimes it's like that there's so much like christmas noise and there's so much you're dealing with snow and you're dealing with shopping and you're dealing with like the fucking same 15 christmas songs on the radio everywhere you go it's like it just reaches this crescendo and you're just like i just want this to be over and then it's over and you're like okay now i can just i'm a midwesterner now i can just deal with like not dying in january you know um (laughs) Halloween was kind of like that this year. Like I, we decorated, like I always decorate the house because I grew up in a condo. So like I never had, um, you know, living in the city, like you don't have like front lawns. Well, sometimes some people do, but I didn't. So I, I always liked to decorate because that's something I didn't get to do as a kid a lot. Um, so like we decorated and, uh, my kid had did the costume thing. I got my, my kids like got their costumes and all that. Um, but I just was not feeling it. Was not feeling it. As, as many horror movies as I watched, too, for the Y2K podcast. Like, I just could not have been less in the season. And, like, yesterday was actually, we're recording this on Tuesday. Yesterday was actually Halloween. 
I like, I left my kid on the porch with a bucket of candy to pass out. And like, Ooh. didn't eat, I didn't even, I didn't even bother, you know, the two things of interest that I did was, um, he didn't trick or treat. No. And it partly because, uh, he's a big fan of like these blow up inflatable costumes. And, um, he had one last year where he was a dinosaur and it was a big hit at the trunk or treat. And this year he did a polar bear and we went to the museum of science and industry for a trick or treating event that they had on Thursday and he walked around and he was the center of attention, which of course annoyed me to no end because I'm used to me being the center of attention. And uh, <laughs> all the little kids wanted to take pictures of him. And we hung out in the Antarctic exhibit and he waved to everybody. And it was just this big thing and he got lots of attention. Everyone took pictures with him and he loved it. It was so great. And that was Thursday. And then... Um, Saturday they had the trunk or treat and luckily my mother-in-law was in town so I didn't have to do anything for that I just played Fallout 76 for like four hours straight which is exactly what I needed and then um Saturday night I had my daughter had a Halloween party <laughs> this is actually a good story my daughter had a Halloween party in the neighborhood that she grew up in which is Blue Island which is where the Blue Island Film Festival will be this upcoming weekend please at the Lyric Theater we'll get to that in a second but um, Blue, Blue Island's like, it's like a lot of old Italian people, and it's a lot of Hispanics, too. <clears throat> and my my daughter grew up there, and um, she her mom's from there, and I used to live there. Okay. And uh, everyone moved out, but my daughter still goes back to visit her friends a lot. One of her friends was having a party, and it was kind of like a, a Mexican Christmas party, and or, thanks, or Halloween party. And I showed up dressed like Paul Stanley from Kiss. Um, I had on like just jeans and a hoodie and then the Paul Stanley Kiss makeup, which is like simultaneously the most amount of effort and the least amount of effort you can put into a Halloween costume. Sure. Because like I'm not wearing anything like I'm not wearing like a cape or spandex, but I did like, yeah, I did like completely paint my face. So I walked in and these dudes were like, whoa, (laughs) like here's this six foot four fucking white guy with kiss face makeup on and it was byob so i brought a couple tall boys in miller light and just sat in the backyard with uh the girl's parents and grandparents and just did shots of tequila listen to mariachi music and drank miller light for the whole party and my daughter had fun she she was inside playing musical chairs and shit running around with her friends and um i just got wasted uh in the backyard with my hermanos and that was a good time. <laughs> okay. And then after that, I took uh, I took her to visit. I went up to Rock Island Public House where Mike bartends, and brought my kid in. And uh, I was that scumbag with their kid on at the bar on a Saturday night, which a lot of people like. Kind of look at you. I don't know. That's the kind of upbringing I had. Did your parents ever take you to a bar when you were younger? Uh, no, I went to a bar once. Really? Mm-hmm. One time. Yeah. I'm we not, used to uh, go to the um, the Moose Lodge. My my parents were. Um, I don't think they were members of it. I think that we knew people that were members of it, and we would go for karaoke, specifically. And okay. but we weren't like in the bar portion. So like you would walk in, and there'd be a bar, and then you'd go upstairs, and there'd be a dance floor. There'd be a bar up there also, but it was more like a conference room than anything. So the rule of thumb in Chicago is that if the kitchen is open, you can have kids there. 
Okay. So I remember, I mean, there's pictures of me like three years old sitting on a bar stool next to like my mom and, and one of my aunts or whatever playing like the video poker machines. Yeah. Like, I don't think we can take kids in the bar here. Maybe it's different because I know when my wife moved here, she was like blown away that we could just bring Connor to the bar with us. I'm like, I don't give a shit. You know, especially now with like iPads, like just leave him over there. He's fine. I've never seen a kid at a bar here. Yeah. Well, I, I only, I, we only hung out for like an hour and then, uh, then we bounced. We were out of there by 10 o'clock. I wasn't trying to be the worst parent in the world, but, uh, <laughs> I needed to get out for a little bit. We had a lot of fun. And plus it, it was, it was bonding between me and her because I take my son up there once a month to play D and D. So like, he's kind of used to like being up there, um, and seeing my friends and being around a bunch of adults and they have a lot of pinball machines and stuff there too. So, sure. um, I just gave her like $10 and quarters and was like, here you go. And then hung out with my friends. But, uh, we had a good time. That was, um, that was Saturday. And then Sunday was the fucking <clears throat> the abomination of those podcast awards. What, what do you think about, about that? What was wrong with them? <laughs> no, like not only did we not win, I didn't even know anyone who won. <laughs> I did. <laughs> really? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, Jeremiah Byron everybody. didn't win. Fucking that, the Moth Boys didn't win. Like, yeah, I knew almost everybody that was nominated. Um, when you get along, you get passed around more than I do. I guess I don't know. But only you know, one. Yeah, only one podcast that I voted for. Um, one, which was uh, Monster Bizarro, which I've been on. So right, I I knew. Yeah, that's Lyle Blackburn. So like, mm-hmm. that's cool. I like his hot sauce. Good for him. Um. But I guess I don't know. It, it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't even know who's like, I don't, I don't claim to be, not to shatter the illusion for our listeners, but this isn't like this is my thing, but this isn't really my thing. Like this is, I'm interested in this stuff, and I definitely love doing this show with you, and I, 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 I enjoy you, and I enjoy, I enjoy you more than I enjoy cryptozoology. I guess you know what I mean. Like, sure, we have a good repertoire, but like. I'm not trying to learn who the fuck everyone is. Like, I'm not trying to know who all the players are in the names. I read Paranormalian magazine. I'm subscribed to it. I think it's a good magazine. I like seeing my friends that I know that write articles in it and stuff. But um, I guess I'm not super deep into the scene. You know what I mean? I'm and, not surprised by that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like that, <laughs> that was like one of these things where I was on that. And I was like... You know, I knew who a lot of the, I knew who probably more of the presenters were than the winners. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I knew that Tarrant Witch chick and like I knew Aaron, obviously, you know, congratulations on the kid, by the way. Not that he's listening. But, yeah. Uh, Aaron D's had a baby just now. Congratulations on your baby. Right. Two timer of the show um, right there. Had a baby. Yeah, I was um, I did the uh, I, I presented uh, one of the one of the winners. Uh, which my bit, of course, was the best one that there was. Um, so <laughs> clearly, <laughs> um, we did not win the Paranormality uh, Paranormal Podcast Awards, but that doesn't mean that we're not still the best podcast of the year because we are. Who who did win? Who who won against us, or who won yeah. best podcast of the year? Oh, against us was Monsters Among Us, which is a good show. And but that's not that's not the the no. Uber driver guy. Don't don't. I won't. You know who I mean. <laughs> Um, the man making call out videos during his Uber, Uber <laughs> fucking patrols or whatever. Um, yeah. No, I don't know who they were. And who did win for podcast of the year? I don't remember. 
but it was an infinite rabbit hole who i thought was like huge which was like an, that's what i mean i just i i'm not salty about the way the awards played out let me get let me get that right out i'm i'm not of i'm not a hater i'm not that much of a hater um i just was like really like i i just thought that like the moth boys would win for best comedy like that's just i i think my my reading of the room felt off i had never heard i don't i it was two girls one podcast brilliant title by the way it is i've never heard of them <laughs> never brilliant title oh my god i should start listening to them just for that alone that was that was a very good title you know, you know? but, but it, I was they are yeah but it wasn't even that but it was like so that means though unless and and hey i'm not far be it from a guy from chicago for screening like election fraud but that means that, th- that they had more people vote. Yeah. Which means that they have a shit ton more people that listen to them. Oh, yeah. Which makes it even weirder to me that, like, I've never heard of it before. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I don't want, I, I think I'm, I don't want to come off as sour grapes. I'm just like, I was like very confused. Well, and like, of course, I don't know what the numbers are. But like, one thing I can tell you is that I put out a work email to everybody at my job. And I was like, hey, if you guys could do me a solid and go vote for me for this thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And like a fuck ton of people voted. <laughs> so, and they don't, they're not like paranormal people. This is just my regular person job, you know. So, I mean, if even half of those people voted, which I don't even know how many, I just know people were like fucking emailing me all goddamn day, voted, did, did it, done, you know, whatever. I mean, it was like at least 50 people, at least. But who knows? I don't know how many people voted for us um, from just the fact that we have a show, you know, from just the listeners. I imagine all of you did. And uh, if all of you did, then yes, that means that whoever, like, whoever beat us, which was Monsters Among Us. I mean, but Monsters Among Us is a big show. Like, I know that. I can only compare it because I don't know what all these other people's numbers look like. I just know what our numbers look like. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think there was any type of fraud. I think if there was fraud, then all of us that were that are friends with the Paranormality crew would have won. <laughs> you know that would make that would make fraud sense. But I um, I just I don't know I don't know. I don't catch know. up on your podcast, Pato. I guess. And then like with the with with Jeremiah Byron not winning, I figure maybe did he split his votes because he was nominated twice? Like did that hurt him? You know. But I figure I did he not. But people that listen to him could have voted for him in both of those categories. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's not like he got to vote once. Right. So they, they would vote for him in both. It's just that, I don't know, those shows are better than us. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And that's that. They're doing something right. Congratulations to all the people that won. I guess they're the ones out there really, really doing it. Really doing the damn really thing. Really shaping the culture here. Really you know, moving the conversation so. forward you know good for them but yeah that was that i'm not was, hating i'm not hating i forgot that even happened jesus right. <laughs> <laughs> um that was a, the, the only other thing i want to talk about i was um i had lots of really strange dreams this weekend and i don't talk about my dreams like on this show regularly it's not like every week we have a segment where pat talks about what he dreamed about the past seven days so if i'm taking a minute right now to talk about having really weird dreams this past weekend guess what i had really weird dreams this past weekend (laughs) um there was monsters i was fighting monsters there was like a doppelganger of my kid my son 
and I realized it was him. And as I was choking him, his face started to melt. And like, there's certain like details that I can remember so vividly that really just stick with me. Like the eyes, like the way that his eyes looked when they were like bugging out and melting, it was almost like, like Christopher Lloyd and, and Roger Rabbit, when he hits that dip and you know, his like, and he starts to turn into a tune a little bit. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And at one point I had caught one of these little monsters that was like running around the, it was the condo I grew up in and they were like these blue slugs and I caught one of them and I was showing it to like my wife and I'm like, look at what the fuck I found in here. And she's like, that's just a bunch of blue wires. And I thought that I, I was seriously doubting my own sanity. So I was trying to get someone to take a picture of it with their cell phone so that I could see what the picture looked like. Because I didn't know if I was fucking crazy or not. And it was one of those things where, like, you wake up, but you're still in the dream. And then it's, like, all this other stuff. I don't know. It was it was really, really nutty. And um, I mentioned it on Twitter. And then, of all people, Jeremiah Byron seconded and said, yeah, man, I've been having really weird dreams lately, too. So I don't know. You know, weird dreams was something that... Um was happening a lot during covid um during you know the initial start of the pandemic a lot of people were like having these really strange vivid dreams uh people that don't normally dream were having them um i don't know you know another thing that i've noticed is that just the climate of everybody right now has been generally fucking terrible everybody's so sad and like going through a tough time and i, I don't know if it's just because I'm having a tough time and so I just would like to think that I can relate to everybody else. You're bending reality to your will and you're making us all miserable just because you're having a bad fucking day. That sounds about right. It could be, probably. <laughs> That's probably what's happening, yeah. Is um, it something with the moon? Usually when this shit's going on, you're like, oh, Pat, it's the moon. And I'm like, oh, thank God. It's the planets? I guess I don't really check the planets lately. I don't think so. I think it's it, honest, it honestly felt like I was fighting something. Everybody's having I, a bad time in my dreams like it 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 felt when i came out of that when i woke up i honestly thought that like like did like dude you just did because you know some people say that your dreams are kind of like the danger room like you know the x-men how they go in the danger room to train mm -hmm. like that's what your dreams are is it's just a way it's a training simulator it's a way for you to deal with uh challenges and dangers and stuff that you're going to face in the real life so your subconscious trains you while you're asleep and it really felt like i was i was up against some fucking level bosses that i was really fucking fighting some shit with these things they were trying to get into that they were trying to get into the house they were under the carpet i had a sledgehammer and i was smashing them underneath the carpet they were chewing through the walls. Like I said, my kid, there was like a doppelganger of my kid where there was two of them. And I grabbed one of them and fucking he, and that fucking eyes came out. And like, it was, it, it was some really fucking heavy shit. Have you been on any new medications or I mean, drugs I, in general? I don't know about, wait, excuse me, what? What did you say? Just general drugs? I mean, is it a day that ends in Y? Um, <laughs> Was I on drugs then? I think that was like the night after I went. No, of course it was. I mean, well, that's no fun. You're going to say, yes, this was like, 
I'm talking about like me. I'm not talking about like oh I had some edibles. No, I mean like they, they were. They, oh, nothing. Let me put it like this: nothing that I haven't had in the past thirty right. days. There was nothing okay. new there. Right. Um, but yeah, which by the way, uh, Greg Morrill uh, interviewed me for a thing he did on sleep paralysis in this month's Paranormality magazine. So check that out. Very somewhat cool. unrelated, but uh, that's it. That's all I got. But if you have dream, if you have dream stuff, hit me up on Twitter. Or Seven seven three five nine weird. I'd love to hear your dream stories. Talk dream stuff with Pat. Oh yeah, I don't know. That could be I a whole know. episode that I'd be willing to do, where we just if people write in or call and your best dream story. You know, <laughs> we'll do a Patreon episode on it. How about that? Sure. You can, you can subscribe to the Patreon. Well, I okay. You want to hear about my weekend? <laughs> I would love to. Would you? Would you dress up? Oh, I love the. I know, I know you had a big belt. I did have a big belt. I was uh, Miss Cerebellum from Powerpuff Girls. Nice. So that was my Halloween costume. Yeah. Um, so people, so I had a Halloween party and, uh, <clears throat> you know, people would show up and um, I'd be like, and then I do this every year. People show up. And I'm like, you know who I am? And it doesn't matter if it's like clearly obvious. That's what I do. And uh, a lot of people were like, mm, no. And then I'd cover my face and I'd be like, you, do you know who I am now? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, because <laughs> that's. That's Miss Bellum's whole thing. And the Powerpuff Girls, you never actually see her face. You only see her very voluptuous, uh, curvy body. So um, so I pulled it off very well. And so my mom was like, why did you just straight up post pictures of your boobs online? I was like, mom, that's the costume. <laughs> did she like just get the internet last week? <laughs> oh, she like, I don't know, dude. She acts weird about the things that I post online. <laughs> I don't anyway my mom's like really I don't know like I've said this before like after I had my my child my mom's like talking about me and my husband she's like you guys have sex don't you I'm like well obviously like <laughs> clearly clearly we're fucking <laughs> or have at least once I mean <laughs> um you know she's just weird about that stuff I don't know <laughs> when I'm with my mom I'm not me it's so weird um because you know I'm me, so and I can't be me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I was Miss Bellum for Halloween. I had a Halloween party. Um, it was good, you know. People came out, people that I hadn't seen in a long time, actually. Um, we had uh one of our friends in our friend group was up from out of town. Um, he moved away to Tennessee. That was really neat. Um just other people. God, this one girl came. I haven't seen her in like 10 years. <laughs> She's at my house for a Halloween party. Um, but you know, we eventually got to the point where I don't really remember what was going on anymore. Um, <laughs> and uh, drinking that black spice rum. I, that's exactly what I was drinking. Um, I, I mean, I do. I have a I have fun during my Halloween party. I do uh, like these Jello shots or whatever. I put them in like syringes, these big syringes. Oh yeah, you can, you can take them out of. Oh you know, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. You know, there's apple cider and bullshit. I was really um, hoping they were gonna have Jello shots at the the party that I went to. Um, they did not and not that that's a prerequisite but it's like come on it's a party that's like jello shots you're never too old for jello shots yeah you know? i like to have jello shots at my parties um yeah. you know, i have two big notable parties a year it's my birthday party and the halloween party and then i'll have like some sprinkled in there's almost every time there's jello shots um just because you know it's fun it's an activity right it is, yes. and then i make them so we were kind of having a discussion not really a discussion it's just everybody that came in so i had made because i drink rum right so i make my jello shots with rum oh that's nasty you use vodka why 
That's what you do because Everclear doesn't cure. <laughs> yeah, Why? But, what, what? What was the debate? What's wrong with rum? You can't. Do, you're just a weird rum drinker. Like you're a, you're a goddamn pirate. I don't know. Like you can't. <laughs> you treat rum like it's like it's a normal alcohol. What's rum, normal about rum? It? Only exists to be made. Here's here's the thing. I love rum and coke. Rum and Coke is like my number two drink, right? I love rum and Coke. But the thing is, you can't do anything else with rum. Like, unless, I don't know, unless you're making like a, a, a Mai Tai or some shit, I don't know. But like, rum has very limited usage. And, and but what it does, it does very well. Okay. Um, yeah, like you can't, you can't do rum and seven up. You can't do rum and can't do shots of it like that's gross and weird but i know you do why can't you because you just don't you shoot whiskey or, or vodka or something or tequila why because that's just the nature of the fucking universe i don't know I, you- I, I guess i'm not understanding because there's clear rum and clear rum is it tastes exactly the fucking same as vodka it's just uh, rum. I never. I drink Captain Morgan, and that's. And then I've had like that Sailor Jerry, and then when me and you got wasted, we drink that crack and shit. That's like, spiced rum, right? That's different than like. So you have, I guess, like I said, you got clear rums that you can do pretty much the same shit that you do with vodka that you do with rum. So anyway, the point of it was that I make my Jello shots with clear rum. I don't make it with fucking Kraken because I, that would be weird. Okay. You know? Okay. So it's just clear rum, right? So, but when I make my jello shots, I don't make it with fucking, you know, 92 proof rum. I make it with um, 40 proof rum that I get the fucking Kroger, right? And so that was like the question. So I had left that, that, the rest of that shitty rum out. And I was like, if anybody wants to drink it, you can. I mean, that's up to you. You know, I just use it for my jello shots. And I was like, wait, is that correct? Am I jipping my party goers by not actually giving them like full on fucking like, sh- because I make, I make the jello shots with, with, with the shitty rum because it's not as strong. People don't get that fucked up on it. You don't die. Yeah. I think that's the responsible choice to make. That's reasonable. Okay. All right. You, we used to do jello shots. We also used to do, um, you get a jar of, ch- of cherries and then you pour Everclear in it and you soak the Everclear. The oh, yeah. The Everclear. I've made stuff. Yeah, I made gummy bears. And you do stuff. Rummy like bears. That. Yeah. See? And like you can do that. Like you can feed people Everclear soaked cherries and, you know, you can deal with the consequences. <laughs> like it depends what you're trying yeah. to do to people, I guess. That's you know? true. I haven't soaked a candy in, a, in, in an alcohol in a while. Maybe I should next time. Next Halloween party. There's this there's this um, closed down pizza place uh, not too far from my house. Um, on the way, when I pick my kid up from school and I'm taking him home, we close we drive by it, and there's a dude selling watermelons out of a pickup truck there. And I always think about stopping and getting a watermelon because I've have you ever done the the vodka watermelon thing? No, I don't. I guess like you drill a hole in a watermelon, then you pour vodka in it. No. Have you heard of that before? Uh. Uh-uh. Gee, have you seen the movie Dirty Dancing? No. Oh my God! Why would I watch Dirty Dancing? Why? How do you know? Like everybody who's ever seen a, a fucking cryptid, but not you've never seen Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Why would I watch Dirty Dancing? How how could I relate to that film at all? Because <laughs> you're a girl. 
So? It's maligned by a by a patriarchy? So? And you have dance in your heart? I don't know. Watch Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Seriously. That's, I don't know. I'll pass. <laughs> that's the weirdest thing about this episode. We, were talking about, we talked weird on Wednesday. Yeah, I said, I've never weird. watched Dirty Dance. I just, it looks boring. It seems boring. I mean, it's always on TV or whatever. I'm always like, uh. Soundtracks? Fucking. Hungry Eyes by Eric Cartman's one of me and my wife's songs. Whatever. Did you just no say Hungry Eyes by, by Eric Cartman? Is that what you just said? Eric Cartman. Hungry Eyes. Oh. Gotcha. Why I'm fucking I don't know, Pato. Oh my god. <laughs> you are unbelievable. You are a straight up fucking alien in a giant belt. <laughs> Do I gotta wear my giant belt? It's gotta keep my suit on. Yeah. Oh my god. No, never watch Dirty Dancing. I never will. You don't say you never will. That's just being a big man. I'm going to put up a Twitter poll and see if 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 they should if you should watch Dirty Dancing, <laughs> and then I'm going to put up the second one after they after you, they unanimously say yes. Then it's going to be what should she watch first, Dirty Dancing or Men Who Stare at Goats? We'll go from there. I but yeah. I would even say watch Dirty Dancing first. Men Who Stare at Goats is okay, but Dirty Dancing is like an American classic. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like I and I didn't like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Because you're anti-Semitic. I didn't like it's boring. Indiana Jones bores the shit out of me. I don't care about that. Oh my god. Jim <laughs> News. Uh I'm I'm still talking about my weekend. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. God, rushing me oh. through my weekend. Um I did watch something this weekend. Um, that was not boring to me and i really 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 enjoyed it i'm so happy i watched it um terrifier 2 all right what is the gross what is making people vomit I, you know i okay so all right um i don't know skip ahead like five minutes if you don't want to hear about what's making people vomit okay. um but it, but if you do here it goes um okay so initially i thought that it was the scene just because i'd seen like some comments on social media where a guy's outside and he's taking a piss and the clown comes up and stabs him in the dick and then stabs him in the dick repeatedly and then cuts his dick off and then like there's a girl he's like pissing outside of a car and there's like a girl in the car and he like holds the penis up to the car but that really wasn't that big of a deal it doesn't sound that but how big of a dick does this guy have or can it's not very big but mine was was staying maybe once (laughs) it's like normal i mean it's like you know it's like a normal size dick i guess but the um i mean it's soft you know i don't fucking know um he could be a grower i don't know um but there was a separate scene where the clown breaks into this girl's house and he like i don't know if he stabs her first or what the deal is um he like scalps this chick okay scalps her with a pair of scissors and then like just fucks her up like he cuts her arm off he takes like her hand he like rips her other arm like in half but like pulls it apart at the fingers and it splits all the way down uh-huh. and she's like and then he like leaves oh and then he like skins her back like some pieces of her back and then he like leaves and she's like trying to crawl away she's all fucked up and they did a really good job on like the cut off arm because like the upper part of it it was like cut off at the elbow the upper part of it's still like there and it's kind of like dangling it looks really good 
um so she and he leaves so she's trying to like get help from someone she's trying to escape and run away and get out of the room well then he comes back <laughs> with a bottle of bleach and salt <laughs> and like pours the bleach all over and and the salt all over and like just rubbing it in the wounds and shit he's having a great time and then like it eventually her mom shows up and um you know walks How old is this girl? i mean she's probably uh, i'd say she's a teenager played by a 30 year old okay so she's down she's nine no okay. and like the mom shows up and like the girl is on the bed and he's like ripped half her face off he's like ripping chunks out of her body and like chunks and she's still alive and i think that's the part that people are like vomiting over it was a really good scene that scene alone made the whole movie worth it it's very long um but it's got a lot of good gore and um it's it still like it's practical a lot too it, it it's got to be yeah it's definitely got to be a lot of practical effects um and they did a great job on it the gore scenes make it worth it i didn't give a one single fuck about the plot or the people in it um but what about the length i heard it's like two hours long it is it's very long it's very long but you don't really notice okay. um you know because it's pretty i mean it starts off hot you know you get a killing right in the beginning a brutal one at that you know and then you just keep going it's you don't there aren't any non-brutal killings in this like they're all really gruesome and extreme so that's fun um you know like i said there is a little bit more plot that kind of explains art the clown just a little bit and then there's like weird kind of dream sequences and weird shit but I, you know i don't care after the shitty horror movies that we've had released this this halloween season um i enjoyed every bit of it so i highly recommend uh watching terrifier 2 so that's what i did cool. oh and also um i watched it through the blood bank which is offered through the bloody bits horror show patreon so um let me tell you something the blood bank has everything on it if you want access to the blood bank you need to first of all go listen to bloody bits second of all go sign up for their patreon because fucking worth it i'm gonna cancel every single subscription service because of the blood bank now so <laughs> so how do they get how do they get to do that we can't talk about that well, you probably you probably said too much already but all right we'll, we'll let that go i mean they advertise the blood bank as a patreon thing so somehow they can do it but <laughs> it's uh worth worth it worth every penny so anyway that was my weekend cool so i don't uh i don't have any news this week pat really i do oh okay well go ahead this was actually something that I meant to bring up last week when uh, Heather Moser was on. Not because, not specifically because Heather Moser was on, but it's just something that I had earmarked for the news last week. And I think with all the technical shit we had going on, I, I just kind of forgot about it. Um, Conjuring Kesha, have you heard about this? I've heard about it. Yeah, it's another unscripted uh, paranormal-themed reality series. It's currently airing on the Travel Channel as part of their Ghost Tober event. Um, this, of course, comes on the heels of last year's Unidentified with Demi Lovato, which was a four-episode alien-themed miniseries that aired on Peacock. So um, I haven't watched it, but I think it's funny that uh, Kesh is doing this because she famously claimed in an interview that she had sex with a ghost which I, I feel like i've seen a couple articles this week or this these past this halloween season about celebrities claiming to have sex with ghosts have you noticed that trend or is that just me um 
not particularly them having sex with ghosts but like yeah I've, I've been very familiar with them getting more involved with like ghosts and aliens and shit like that no no i meant like like stories that i saw pop up places i wish i had written every one of them down specifically a, about them fucking ghosts yeah there was a there was a couple there was a, the, the kesha one goes back to 2012 where she said this um but there was a couple stories that i i saw make the rounds this how this halloween season about celebrities saying that something happened or, or whatever but uh the conjuring kesha thing i thought was funny because um i i always liked demi lovato more and um when i went to go listen to demi lovato i realized i don't know any of her music um i mean she's kind of hotter than kesha but then i went back and listened to kesha's stuff and i think i like kesha more oh yeah kesha's music is fucking that shit slaps yeah it really does the lovato stuff i was very disappointed i know who demi lovato was because she was on the will and grace reboot and she's very pretty and aesthetically she's very much what i like i like thick uh dark drug addicted women and uh she is definitely in my wheelhouse <laughs> you know, she's drug addicted because <laughs> that's like her thing it's like she was she's like smoking crack or whatever but uh and, and Kesha is like a dirty blonde girl which I don't usually fuck with but Kesha's music is light years better than Demi Lovato's. Yeah. Um I, agree I was with that. listening to even like her non-album songs like non non-single right. uh, album tracks thinking of you uh was one of them where I was like holy shit this is great. Um so I guess as much as we kind of scoff at the celebrities entering the paranormal field especially with these uh unscripted reality shows um the Kesha one might be interesting. It's on the Travel Channel, so you don't have to subscribe to a different service to check it out. And the Demi Lovato one, I started to watch and I got annoyed with, and I never even finished it. So even though the Demi Lovato one was about aliens, which you think I would find more interesting, so that was my my news. Kesha's well, got to go. Out. Well, the Kesha show's been out for a while. The Demi Lovato show came out like years ago. Last year, I don't know. No, oh, Kesha one's been out. It, it's it's currently airing on travel channel so oh, really? it's not... I thought it had been out maybe it's just that people were talking about it yeah i mean it i think it it's it started probably maybe august september but i mean it's this this tv season and then unidentified with demi lovato was was 2021 and it was just four episodes and it was like her and her friends going to different places or, or ufo hotspots, like looking for lights in the sky and shit um huh yeah i mean i guess i could i got a couple of things i guess i could share they weren't too interesting i got two clown stories and an essay sighting um okay some this guy that watches the the nessie webcams relentlessly allegedly said that he saw something moving in the water of course didn't get actual footage of it um it's probably not going to be registered as an official nessie sighting because they have now decided to not use the webcam sightings um unless there's very specific criteria that they have to meet so it can't just be like a lump moving in the water it has to actually be like full facial features and stuff um so it's got to be good uh so it's not going to be the official seventh sighting of the year um but some guy that watches like i said watches these things all the time catches these anomalies in the water constantly has reported another one uh two creepy clown stories a woman in tennessee had a creepy clown doll put on her porch her doorbell rang and, and nobody there except for the doll 
was a note saying something along the lines of, oh, he's your problem now. I can't take it anymore. And uh, so she called the police and the police removed the clown doll. You know, was that a prank? Probably. It probably wasn't. I mean, of course, you're going to put a clown doll. I mean, of course. It's, to me, that just sounds hokey and ridiculous. Right. Um, but if the Tennessee police would like to give me the clown doll, I'll take it off your hands at no extra cost. Um, I'll even pay for the shipping. I'll take it. And then a clown in Ohio broke into a church and uh, broke in, which I'm assuming means that these doors were locked and he could not actually get in. Uh, broke in and then the only thing that he stole was a, a bowl of candy sitting there and then left <laughs> well that got a laugh out of me so mission accomplished clown <laughs> right isn't that their whole purpose is to is to make you laugh well <laughs> and you know a le- like they have like a like a picture of like the clown circulating and it's, it's like some guy in a mask and it's like okay well you know <laughs> Oh, I know who that was. You know, I don't fucking. That's pretty um, awesome. And of course, it was in Ohio. You know, they don't know if he also like there was an alarm system like control panel on the wall, and he like ripped it off the wall. So they kind of think that maybe he had intended on stealing other things when he broke in. It's just that the candy was the first thing that was there, so he went ahead and took advantage of it. Saw the alarm system, ripped it off the wall, and then decided to leave. Um that's a possibility i guess but but now the clown is is wanted for breaking and entering so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's all those giant bones that you guys got buried in your mounds but uh ohio's got some crazy shit going on all the time it's constant right. it's, it's always something so i i did find what celebrity i was thinking of that recently reported her uh sexual encounter with a ghost okay <laughs> it was joy behar from the fucking view <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I know you. I know you wouldn't know who that was. Maybe our listeners do. So Joy from the View. She's the um, the uh, the old old redhead lady, the New Yorker. Not Jewish. She presents as Jewish, but she's not. She's just a New York. What? She she pres- What do you mean she presents as Jewish? <laughs> I mean, if you if you don't even know who she is, so it would be lost upon you, and that's not okay. anti-Semitic. Me saying that. I mean, that's just kind of how she's like a character caricature of a uh of a jewish person i of what people that are that believe in stereotypes might think of one i'm not saying that but she she fucked a ghost yeah i mean i i don't understand i wish that i could fuck a ghost why don't ghosts ever come to my house don't they know that i'm dtf i don't ever get fucked by ghosts (laughs) you have surprise you have (laughs) I'm not even. I'm not even going to say it. You have surprisingly little sex period. I do. Where I, 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 I would if if we weren't such good friends, and I know that you tell me the truth, I'd almost not believe you. I'd almost think that you were lying, but I know you're not. If about having sex with ghosts, about not getting laid. Oh, yeah, I don't get laid. It's ridiculous. Uh, I'm not happy about it. That's, uh, that's not just not a my Facebook choice. Stick. Right? No, it's actually true. I really don't get laid. It's terrible. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me i'm cursed to not have sex with ghosts i don't i don't know maybe if i got laid by a couple ghosts i'd feel better i I don't understand um but (laughs) what are these people doing with their life to get laid by ghosts i don't i need to consult with them and figure it out i haven't there's a ouija board sitting here maybe i should fucking bust it out (laughs) fucking put out sin dick (laughs) it's like a monkey paw and then suddenly like the door knocks and there's a line of people 
across the street to Mary's place. I'm not bitching. Lining up. Whoa. You say, um, you know what? This, this is, no, 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 no. This is why you have the problems that you do. Because you say shit like that. And you're like, well, I didn't mean you. You get all this this feedback online. And you're like, yeah, but it's, I don't want to sleep with those people. Well, that's, that's, the, that's my point. I don't want to sleep with those people. I know. <laughs> have you seen those people, Pat? <laughs> I have, because I can see their little pictures on Facebook. Do you blame me? I mean... <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'll stop bitching now about my non-existent, terrible sex life. Um, anyway, I, that's yeah, all the news of, that I had. Spontaneous human combustion, <laughs> right? Speak, <laughs> speaking of, um, yeah, that's our topic this week. What, what, what a fun topic! Um, nobody talks about this anymore. I feel like this is like. Remember when we did the Bermuda Triangle? We're like, fuck yeah, we'll talk about that. Nobody talks about it. I feel like this is one of those topics. What do you, what do you think, Pato? Um, this is this is something that was like akin to quicksand and me falling through the cracks and the ground after an earthquake as far as like neurotic things I, I worried about as a child. Like this, I don't know what it was, but like I'm so glad we did this episode. Because after, after like, when we do these episodes, like, spoiler alert, where we kind of debunk them, um, I always, sometimes I feel like it's a bummer for the show, but I actually feel better as a human being after having done this episode, because now I don't have to worry about this happening to me anymore, because I used to a lot. <laughs> I mean, this I'm miserable because I don't get laid, so I love ruining people's hopes and dreams. Um, no, this is, <laughs> you're, you're, you've given me my life back, I feel like. <laughs> Um, Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, then it's I, totally real. <laughs> yeah, but what are you trying to fucking scare me for? <laughs> you gonna if I text you tonight because I can't sleep, are you gonna be up? No, <laughs> nope, <laughs> no, exactly. Um, no, this was something that like I, I spent a fair amount of my neurotic childhood worried about spontaneously combusting, like one after well, right, drink enough water, right? <laughs> like, sat out in the sun for too long. Um, yeah, and uh, you know. It was, it's just always like regarded as fact like well sometimes people just fucking explode for no reason <laughs> you know and um you know it's just something that because it was regarded as just fact personally i had never really taken the time to look into i guess i didn't feel a need to i think i always knew it was debated a little bit you know um, it was like I, supernatural in nature you know i, I guess yeah. supernatural because there wasn't really i mean We'll get into the details, but you know, it, 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 it is a supernatural topic. I don't think I thought of it as supernatural. I think I just thought of it as like fringe science. Like it was one of these things that happens that we don't fully understand. I don't think it was like ghosts or like spirits making you blow up. I just thought it was something that where like your body chemistry could get thrown off somehow. And then you would just ignite into flames. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> somehow, you can just like how you know sometimes you get like you get like stomach burn right you get like you get like uh and you got to take prevacid and shit right sure. like sometimes you can eat like i can eat nachos with peppers and be fine i could eat buffalo boneless buffalo wings and be fine i could eat salsa and be fine right but if i have like two of those on the same day my tummy my my t- <laughs> tummy my tummy ph Your tummy gets all out of whack and I got to take some Tums or I got to drink a shit ton of Metamucil or I got to do something right. to try to break it back down again. Now, we know that 
your stomach acid, and this is all like how my 10, 12 year old mind worked. We know that your stomach acid is so strong that like it could fucking eat through metal and shit, right? But because uh, just because the way that our bodies are designed with our stomach lining, it somehow contains it. But that acid is some serious fucking acid. And that's yeah. why when people get shot in the stomach, it's the most painful place. You know, as any Reservoir Dogs fan will tell you, next to the kneecap, the stomach is the most painful place to get shot because all that stomach acid starts to leak out and fucking get into the rest of your organs. So the idea that your stomach... What? Yeah, exactly. So the idea that your stomach acid could get so... Something like that and your body could get out of whack and then it causes you just to kind of blow up into flames. Um, Yeah, I believe that for a good part of my life, you know. Yeah, it's, when your when your stomach acid is is burning you though, it, it's a chemical burn, which is different from like a burn from you know say a fire. So, um, you know, but but yeah, I agree. Um, you know, people all throughout history have been uh, seemingly exploding. So when people talk about spontaneous human combustion, typically um, what that looks like is a person, usually inside of somewhere, um, mostly their home where they have been burnt to a crisp uh sometimes things are left behind like a leg or a foot usually it seems to be like from the knee down is 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 usually still left but everything else around them seems to be untouched um sometimes they're sitting in chairs where the chairs um didn't catch fire (laughs) or anything else around them for that matter the whole house didn't burn down just them um so that's that's usually what that looks like um now for a long time um this was seen as something kind of supernatural reports of like spontaneous human combustion go back to like the 1400s you know it's allegedly been around for a very long time and some people used to just think that it was because of well you'd have like stories of people that would like you know allegedly explode in front of other people and they would think that it was like god or something right Mm -hmm. Because the people that it normally happened to were not very good people. And what I mean by that is that they were alcoholics. Um, (laughs) So um, alcohol seems to be a contributing factor with these people that just randomly catch on fire. Um, But, you know, as the years went on, um, you know, we kind of started, you know, looking at this with with a better scope and a better understanding of how the world works around us. And um, initially, God, I didn't write his name down. I think it was like in the 1920s or so. Some guy had researched the topic and he had determined um, different factors of of these people that were combusting. And and again, like I said, alcohol seemed to be a contributing factor in all of them. Now, he had this theory of like a chemical reaction happening within your body that was a lot like um, you ever go to the gas station and it tells you to touch your car before putting the pump in no i haven't seen that one you've never seen that at the gas station no I'm so not. there's like this whole there's like this whole sign this like warning sign if you're ever standing there pumping your gas and it's like you should when you get out of the vehicle and you stand next to the pump you should touch your car so that way it gets rid of all the static charge from you sliding off of your seat sure because Right, before you touch the pump. Because if you were to touch the pump and that static charge could create a spark, which could then create a fire. So static electricity mixed with people drinking alcohol 
was really what was thought to have been the cause here um, was that some type of spark would ignite, you know, just because of the static electricity. You were already flammable because of all the alcohol in your blood. And so you just kind of went up in flames. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it didn't take long to research this topic before you realize that a lot of the early cases of this were just uh, they, a lot of the early reports of spontaneous human combustion were made by a culture that didn't really understand chemistry. Yes. Um, so right. that that's that's a big part of this. And um, yes, I think alcohol is is a part of it. Also, if you look at what these people were walking around wearing, they were wearing very roughly hemmed uh, clothes that were made from cotton that were made from, you know, uh, hemp that were made from whatever, you know, well, clothes weren't fire safe back then. Like right. Exactly. Now, you know? So. So, yeah, you have somebody and you have people that aren't washing something you know what i mean it's just like it's dirty it's oily uh there's alcohol there's greasy um fires can start very easily because it's open flames everywhere because there's no electricity you know well we're uh, not there yet we're not to that yet Th right. that's more logical okay. explanations right. <laughs> right. well, put that shit on a t-shirt we're not there yet you're jumping ahead a little we gotta have something to talk about pato <laughs> we gotta fill the time <laughs> okay so we're not there yet so the first theory was just that you know again people were drinking they would ignite a spark uh with the static electricity there's also another one that's like a mix of chemicals that could happen within the body um and that chemical reaction would then create the spark which cr creates the fire for you know the body um yeah once just a real quick while while we're still on a subject that i can't contribute to uh sure. the alcohol that they were drinking too remember wasn't just like you know it wasn't your your captain morgan or your kraken no. it was some really you know roughly thrown together distilled grain alcohol yeah which is much <laughs> higher proof um and that could definitely more flammable like everyone was just drinking everclear all the time you know i've never drank everclear Ooh, next time we hang out we gotta do no that. no thank you <laughs> no um jeff craig's frogman fest we'll have the everclear booth <laughs> we're gonna try to get everclear to sponsor us there we'll make uh everclear jello shots we'll do the everclear hot tub party hell oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never had an ever and what's the deal with it? I don't understand what people are like. Oh, Everclear. Well, well first of all, it's it's totally flammable. It's uh, I used to when when me and Mike uh, Vanderbilt, friend of the show, had our uh, apartment together. Together, we lived above a bar. We used to call call it the Tower of Cock, and the official drink of the Tower of Cock was a uh, Miller High Life that you drank a third out of, and then you poured ever the rest. You poured Everclear in there, right, in the rest of the can. And then the Everclear that was like left on the top of the can, you would you would light with a lighter and it would be a flaming cock, and you just let the burn off and then you drink it. And you have three of those and good times. Okay. But All right. It's grain alcohol. It's just like it's it's doesn't taste like anything. It tastes like fire. Huh. You mix you put it in jungle juice or you put it in shots. Like you're not supposed to like you can mix it with stuff, but it's really aggressive. Is it like super proof? I don't understand. It would be like, I mean, vodka, it's clear and it's, it's, it's really strong. 
but um, it's over 100 proof. It's like 120 proof. I don't even know. But it's the strongest alcohol you can buy, Everclear. I thought 151 was the strongest because it was 151 proof. I don't know. Let's see. What proof is Everclear? Curious. Uh, uh, 190 proof. Oh, well, there you go. It's the most potent liquor on the uh, market. Yeah, like it doesn't have any flavoring or anything. It's just, just straight fucking alcohol. I took a shot of 151 one time and I was going to puke. <laughs> like, never in my life has anything entered my body and immediately wanted to fucking come back out. My body was not having Except it. Penis. Except, well. <laughs> <laughs> No, no one wants to go back out again. But then not that I'm out. not willing. No right. one wants to go back in again. No one wants to come uh, out. Can't make up its mind. You know, but this this was terrible. Yeah, it was it was it was awful. I did not. I did not throw up. I took it like a champ, um, because I am a champ, mm-hmm. a champion. Um, and I got really fucked up. So anyway, uh, spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> um so that was kind of the first couple of theories well the first couple of theories was that you are a heathen and god is burning you from the inside because you are a bad person right um so then the second theory now was uh well it could be static electricity it could be this chemical reaction in the body um who knows but they're all alcoholics they're all drink i don't know if they said alcoholics but anyway um you know well i think it was the 70s god i did a terrible job researching this episode i should have written this down um but uh they went back and they looked at this original study that was done by this guy and they had looked at the these cases of uh the combustion and they had noticed that different things in the guy's like official report were omitted and you know they had found that well there wasn't really anything fantastic going on um again even though it seemed like these people were the only things that were catching fire um that wasn't always the case and if it was the case it made sense um you know for instance you know they just thought okay maybe the people were drinking and maybe that was a contributing factor but not because they were suddenly more flammable within their body but because they were like smoking and being careless about smoking yeah you know and then they would catch a piece of clothing that they had on fire and then eventually it would just catch them on fire and um and then the bodies would burn really well because of something known as as the wick effect right um which means that you pretty much um become a human candle your clothes act as a wick and then the natural fat in your body acts as the like candle wax the you know it's a waxy substance that would allow it to continue to burn and um you know they they kind of found that the thing about fire is that well guess what if these people were burning and they were on the say on the floor burning they're on a concrete floor with nothing around them to catch fire fire doesn't move outwards horizontally it moves fire burns upwards so sometimes the fire would kind of reach and and kind of burn a little bit the tops of the ceilings but wouldn't actually catch on fire because it didn't quite reach it and it's not going to spread out to the room because that's just not how fire acts um so pretty pretty simple explanation and even though you know they did say that it is on a case-by-case basis um you know sometimes it's just people drinking by candlelight that knocked shit over um sometimes it's people that weren't necessarily drinking and being careless but maybe they had a heart attack and they dropped their cigarettes or dropped their candles or 
whatever. Um, you know, but those pieces of evidence were just simply overlooked. Um, now they did find other cases where people, you know, things around them, furniture and things around them were burnt. So it's not like these other things didn't catch on fire. It's just that the fires didn't spread, you know, and it makes sense. So then it makes sense for it to leave behind extremities because your extremities tend to have less fat on them. So it, the fire runs out of fuel. It goes out. That's what fires do. Yeah. It's usually the, their torso that burns and um the cases that i was looking at there's a couple famous ones um where yes the person was overweight yes they were drinkers yes they were smokers and these more often than not when you look at the cases uh those some combination of those three effects are combined or they were on sleeping pills or something like that which the only part about that that was a little bit of a head scratcher for me is my initial reaction was you know i've been drunk before but like i've i think i would wake up if i was on fire you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but at the same time how many people choke on their own vomit like you're, you're so passed out that you're throwing up in your mouth and that doesn't wake you up but not only that, but now you can't breathe, but that doesn't wake you up. Like you would think right. like you gotta be real fucking wasted. And you know, um, I mean, and I've done that. I've puked in my sleep. I, yeah, I, I never have, but, um, I, I was will lucky go enough on to record. be in bed with somebody. I will go on uh, record and say that I have wet the bed more times than R. Kelly. And didn't wake up. Yes. At one time I, I woke up and I was sleepwalking. And I did it on the person that I was sleeping in bed next to. Oh. And they woke up horrified and tried to get me to stop. And I told them to sit there and, and shut up. And they had to lay there awake while I pissed on them. Wow. I know. I really <laughs> got off on that story the next morning. I was like, yeah, you're clean now. Did you like it? <laughs> called my man R. Kelly. I'm like, guess what I just did? He's like, what it is, oh, brother? Oh, my God. Don't compare yourself to R. Kelly. <laughs> We're both from Chicago. No. Both piss on girls. <laughs> after the club but like to go home after the club <laughs> i would hope that you like to piss on women whereas r kelly likes to piss on children <laughs> yeah no they were all that one actually was older than me so she knew what she was in for <laughs> she was of consenting age right. well, she's that's, a school that's teacher what that she knew what the fuck was happening um, anyway so yeah i mean listen you get you get wasted but if you're on fire right that is a bit of a different but yeah so i don't know that one i think the jury is i mean you think that you would wake up during a fire if you were on fire because you were that wasted but maybe not or maybe i don't know like that's that's the thing is that like the uh that one case that i saw with the overweight woman that that died and she was a smoker she was like a chain smoker and um she wasn't necessarily too bad of a drinker but she did uh use sleeping pills pretty heavily and she died in her chair and um but once again, the whole house didn't burn down. It was just mostly localized to her chair where she was at. And it was mostly her torso. One of her legs was left behind. And you just have to wonder, like, how do you burn? But how much of you has to burn before you go into shock anyway? Like, I don't know. Like, that's crazy to think about. But if you, if you were awake during it, you'd get up and you'd run around or you would do something. Right. You'd think you would do something. Yeah. You know, not just sit there and let it happen. Like, well, I guess I'm on fire. That's how I go. But does your body go into shock at some point? Like, where you're on fire and... Oh, yeah. Your, head, your brain just kind of turns off or something. You know, that's... I don't know. 
I mean, it it definitely does, um, you know, eventually, yeah, at some point. Well, mobility issues were also another contributing factor. A lot of the people that this happens to tend to be severely overweight and or old. Right. You know, that, that was there's other, other similarities to it. So they kind of think that, you know, whether or not they woke up or not is kind of here nor there. It seems that some of the people, you know, probably because it's not always just people sitting in chairs that do it i mean they found them you know in the middle of the floor and things like that so it's like okay maybe by the time that they came to woke up whatever and realized that they were on fire and tried to do something about it they just really physically couldn't at that point you know mobility issues on top of the fact that you know you're on fire <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of uh that's a tough situation to be in you know um but yeah there's nothing really that contributes to this this isn't like a strain this isn't like a anomalous phenomenon where we don't have an explanation for it it's actually more of a um example of uh, what is it oakham's razor where you know there's very simple explanations for it um it's just that I, i think that it's it's so rare and i think in like the history of ever there's only like three or four hundred documented cases of this ever happening to people yeah that it i mean it really does just point to the fact that yes it's case by case but in all of those cases there seems to be something um that contributes to it that makes sense um however you know so again we talked about this being like quicksand or like the bermuda triangle right you never hear about spontaneous human combustion anymore um you know it's just never really uh I think there. it's because our science is caught up enough to where we don't misdiagnosis like we're not going to be fooled by the, you know you could talk about these cases from the 1800 1700 go back to 1400 fine even the even the 30s and 40s and 50s of of the 20th century and maybe people couldn't figure out why some of this stuff would happen if you don't hear about it now anymore maybe it's because now when something does happen when someone does drink too much and set themselves on fire or whatever we don't we're not as befuddled by it so well, we don't reach out for this explanation i mean i think or, yeah I, it, I, I i agree with that and i think that you know other things also happen like um you know now we do have clothes that isn't meant yes, to just go up in flames that's what i was gonna bring up and cigarettes right. they make cigarettes differently now too I've, right you know, they'll, cigarettes they'll stop burn out pretty easily yeah right and if you're not actively smoking it or like you know you could you know if you have just any, any wood piece of furniture in your home that's that's made within the last hell even 20 years i mean hold a lighter up to it it's not going to catch on fire yeah. unless you fucking smeared out you know something on it right. alcohol all over it or something it, but it's not going to people <laughs> shower know? more so they're not as greasy and people shower more i mean right there there's different <laughs> things you know there's different factors that but it, it's not to say that it never happens at all the last case that i could find that this that this happened in um was in 2010 and what was weird about that case is that the 2010 case they said this is a case of spontaneous human combustion it was the irish guy yeah yeah well that's what they said we're usually pretty well pickled <laughs> if, if it had been any other nationality i might be with you on that but it's it like seems to happen to a lot of irish people well, actually yeah. um you know it seems to be <laughs> well, a, a that's very why they irish... cremating us you hear about you heard about that right no they don't cremate irish people anymore it takes that's... fucking six days to put out the fire 
That's not real. Is that real? That's a joke. No, it's not. Oh, okay. It's one of our jokes that we only we can say. <laughs> you Irish. I you know, know what the other I got some more ones. You know what's a seven course meal for an Irishman? I don't know. A six pack and a potato. Oh my god. <laughs> Pat's telling racist jokes on the I can. I can You I can, know. yeah, that's true. That's true. Um <laughs> People already think we hate white people, Pat. So. I, I hate me some crackers. <laughs> oh Lord, I hate a cracker. That's what. That's why I got in so good at the Halloween party this weekend. We just talking about fucking, just talking about gringos the whole time. How fucking stupid they are. <laughs> Did you tell them? I, I run a podcast, and all we do is talk shit about white people, and everybody's yeah, like, "Yeah." I'm like way. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh that's great the amount of people i told that to and they're like well i hate white people too i I love it anyway (laughs) those are some good jokes but this does seem to happen a lot to irish people and yeah that gentleman was uh from ireland (laughs) it does it does a lot of the cases are from ireland and uh you know so talk about it your typical stereotype um those damn alcoholics over there but uh yeah so i don't i don't understand what the deal is with the 2010 case they chalked it up to spontaneous human combustion even with all the information they're like all those other cases everything else there was a reasonable explanation for that this guy this guy just fucking blew up from the inside out (laughs) any any irish case of spontaneous human combustion is like it's like when parents find their kid dead from audio autoerotic asphyxiation and they'd rather just tell everyone they committed suicide Oh my god! Like that, like the Michael <laughs> Terrible. Flaherty, Flaherty, whatever the fuck his name was. His family would rather act like, yeah, like he, he spontaneously combusted. That's the story they're gonna go with, rather than no man, this dude drank himself to death and then fell asleep with a fucking joint in his mouth and <laughs> the whole thing went up in flames. <laughs> you know what that, I mean? Uh, yeah, that makes no, sense. Yeah. I can buy that um you know was, like i said it was the fae <laughs> sure I, I can see that um but yeah i mean otherwise no i mean it's it's this isn't um debunking this topic didn't feel like um the denver airport you know what i mean where it was just fucking disappointing this was this was fun um you know to kind of find out the ins and outs of what the hell is going on <laughs> you know with people exploding and it turns out they're not they're not well see i was relieved at first when i found out this wasn't real but now that i found out i fit the demographic to a t i'm actually more worried about being a victim yeah. of spontaneous human combustion than i ever was as a kid <laughs> i fucking grown up right into the i guarantee you all these people the same kind of scumbags that bring their kids to a bar on halloween you know what yeah. i mean that's true <laughs> That's a good point, Pato. You need to be care- stop drinking that Everclear. Um, you know, you you don't want to be a victim of spontaneous human combustion. That would make so much sense, though, for you. I'd just be like, of course. I do not want to burn to death. No, no. there is nothing. Well, I would- you just got to get drunk enough so you don't remember it. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> do you think they wake up while it's happening? Oh my god. I mean we have no that's the thing about it. We actually have no forensics on these people because there's fucking nothing left except right. for maybe a foot. You know, so we don't know what that we don't know if they woke up or not. I would think that they would though. 
Not like that but, lady in the chair. Now, some of them. She very, was just sitting in the chair. I don't think she was awake at all. Some of them, it's very clear they didn't. But you know what? They could have had a heart attack pretty quick, too. And people consider that as that they were already dying or whatever. Like they had a heart attack and it caused it something. They had something, candles, cigarettes, whatever. They come on fire. You know, so they could have already been dead. Now, the lady in the chair, she could have overdosed on sleeping pills. Yeah. You know, when I was already dead anyway, I was just smoking her cigarette there and passed out and then had a bonfire in the living room or whatever. <laughs> That's so insensitive. <laughs> I, I don't know. Again, this doesn't happen like people think it happens. Only about three to four hundred cases in the history of ever have been recorded. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like this is this is just I mean, I, I think that you got more chances of disappearing in the Bermuda Triangle or meeting your death actually quicksand is is pretty goddamn harmless from the sounds of it i wouldn't want to find out <laughs> still not still not interested in that um you just don't move or whatever they say i don't know if that's true it, and it then takes what, you live there you live there yeah you just make a house out of it. yeah it's just your new life <laughs> eat ants wait for monkeys to feed you ants on sticks I mean, you'd have your phone on you as soon as your feet start stinking. You know, it's sinking into the thing. You don't let you don't let it get past the ankle before you stop moving. Sure. They call somebody and they come out, and it takes a long. It's not like instantaneous. It takes a long time. There was the one scene in a movie. I think it was a Quiet Place where they were in the the silo, the corn silo with all the corn, and that's like it was like quicksand. That kind of gave me some feelings. You know, when you talked about combustion, um, I remember growing up, uh, we, somebody had told me that, uh, I, I was, so when I was about high school, my dad died and we got a house. Right. And, uh, then suddenly for the first time, like I had to mow lawns and shit and I didn't know how to really do that because we always grew up in the condo. So, um, I was like mowing the lawn and I had i was bitching about how you i would have to like fill up the garbage bags with like the lawn clippings and somebody had said oh you should start a compost pile and i'm like what's that and they're like well it's like you know where you throw all your lawn garbage and that like feeds the lawn and i was like oh okay so then i used to just take all of the grass clippings and dump them behind the garage in a pile and i did this like all summer long And one day the neighbor came over to tell me that it was smoldering. And I was like, what? (laughs) He's like, you need to go back there. And I went back there and sure enough, it had started to rot and decay like the, like the grass and shit. And it was just all like on top of each other. And some of it was wet and some of it was like moldy and all this stuff. And like that was starting to, um, like it was starting to decay, but that was like a chemical reaction. I forget, but when I was looking it up, I saw it in here. This is something that can happen, like with hay, where like the shit just starts on fire. Okay. Does any of this make sense to you? Or no, I sound like yeah. a crazy stoner. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm listening. Uh, I get what you're saying. So you no, almost started the fire because of your glass, your grass clippings that were decaying in the if yard. If you, yeah, if you. Like, okay, when things start to decay, they start to oxidize, and that's fuel. So if you have fuel in, like, compressed, hot areas, that's why you have, like, grain silos explode and shit like that. 
Well, see, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what made me think about it when you brought up a quiet place with like the grain eggs and like quicksand. Um, yeah, there's like farm side, like wheat like blows up sometimes and it's because of that. Like, cause that shit produces heat and especially if it starts to rot because rotting gives off chemicals and like gases. Oxygen. Yeah. Right. It gives off, it gives off gases. Well, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So that's why like, yeah, I think that, uh, not that that like should the happen bunkers in the TNT area. I mean, that should explode all the time because you got fucking actual live munitions leaking out all over the fucking place causes a chemical reaction with something there or sparks in the air from gunshots or whatever and then boom blows up one of those igloos yeah it's no good but it's not because someone's holding a flame to it purposefully trying to blow it up maybe that would be a terrible idea and then it's kind of more contained uh because it so it doesn't actually cause a fire in the wildlife management area because it's in a concrete dome but it still explodes the shit so anyway fire and chemicals are uh strange things (laughs) 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 you know uh yeah and uh you won't just explode for no reason um that can't happen and the reason why it can't happen is because we are very wet not just me but like we as people like we are very wet um we are mostly water so we're not very flammable as a matter of fact when you're cremated you have to be cremated at such a high degree um you know you can't just you know again i can't just hold a lighter up to myself typically and catch myself on fire you can't catch skin on fire skin is wet well that's why i think that um another it's interesting most of the victims that it happened to are like elderly people or people that are not in great health because their bone density wouldn't be as high right they wouldn't yeah you might be fat but that you could still be dehydrated you could still have more sugar and alcohol in your system than actual water you know what i mean yeah you're still gonna be made up primarily of water because your cells but you know you're not a a healthy uh hydrated person you know well, right. And, and you know, the fat, the obesity really, co- I mean, it's happened to people that aren't obese, but the obesity does contribute to it more. I mean, take, take, take a, take a drop of water and hold your lighter up to it. Guess what? It's not going to catch on fire, but take a drop of grease and hold your lighter up to it. And that shit's going to go up. That's because that, that's what fat is. Fat is wet, right? Grease is wet. Um, but it's very, fat is very flammable. Yes. Yeah, Celine is wet too, you know. What did you say? See, Vaseline? Gasoline. (laughs) Vaseline. I never touched the stuff. (laughs) Never heard of her. (laughs) Me neither, actually, to be honest with you. Um, Just buy lube like an adult. (laughs) I never, you know, because let's, let's, why not? We're, we're almost at the hour 20 minute mark. Let's just evolve into talking about masturbation. I, I I never did the Vaseline thing. Never once in my whole entire life. I never thought that that was even even worth the the mess or the anything because it's so it, thick. It just, it just doesn't. I don't get how that could be good. Like you would need so much of it to like coat your hand and to create like a, a, a some kind of pocket or something. I don't know. That was one of those weird misnomers that confused me as a kid because I'd see it everywhere, 
where they would talk about using Vaseline as a kid to to do that. And as a kid, I'd be like, I don't get how this works. You're confusing me. You're giving me misinformation. Why would you need that? No, Vaseline's like a. I mean, it's a moisturizer, right? You wouldn't need a lot of it because if you just take a little dab, like on your finger, like that shit's enough to coat just your palm. So you just get a little bit of a bigger dab and you got a whole slick palm to work with. No, that's not that. You're talking about hand lotion. No, that's Vaseline. Vaseline is like in a jar. Yeah, and it's it's thick when it's all together. That's true. But you don't take it whenever you're using it. You don't take a big chunk handful. You just take a little, a, like a swipe with your finger. And it's real, not viscous. It's real oily. It's like an oil. It's like an oil. And it so with the power of your hand and the friction, then it becomes a little more liquid. It's like coconut oil coconut oil it when you heat it up then it gets you know oily but it, like i said it's it can be thick if you're using globs of it you wouldn't want to use globs of it you just use you would just like swipe your hand across the jar and kind of rub your palm a little bit you know your fingers within your palm and then you get to work this should be a patreon episode where you explain how to do this and tell people how to masturbate i give fucking um jerk off instructions I just learned about that not too long ago. Someone asked me to make him one. Are you um, serious? Yeah, I might do it. J-O-I. I don't, I, I, I gotta tell you, I do everything. Just be like, I guess, you know, I, I've seen those videos before. I always think it's interesting when they do the countdown. There's a countdown? Oh, sometimes they'll do that where they'll be I've like, never even watched one. I, I don't uh, know. I've seen them because I, you know, people make them. I'd and, never heard about it until the person asked me to do it. Right. Well, some what in some of those videos, from what I've heard, what they'll do is it'll be like, all right, now, I don't want you to, don't come yet. You know, it's like, okay, now when I count to 10, I want you to shoot. And it'll be like, they'll count down from 10. And you're supposed to shoot when they say one or whatever, last off. Which, I don't know. I got enough I people trying to tell me what the fuck to do in my life. I mean, <laughs> So right i can read my shit limp yeah, I'll, I'll do it at seven just to be a dick right what are you gonna do about it ah, there we go turn this video off now, now you disappear that's what i'm saying i don't understand i i don't i don't get that i don't do that during sex you know why well because i think i mean not to psychoanalyze why people like what they like but it probably has something to do with that they like the idea that you're that interested in th- what they're doing that you're gonna dictate hmm. how they do it how they do it yeah yeah it's like okay i'm gonna tell you how to do this well that makes sense you know like especially like if they if like they pay extra say their name be like okay nathaniel i'm gonna tell you how to do this and when i tell you to come nathaniel you're gonna come that's as that's as close to interaction as they could possibly probably expect you know you're making nathaniel really hard right now (laughs) pato that's why i picked a very (laughs) Someone that you didn't yes, know. Yes, I'm sure we don't. I mean, maybe we do. In which case, it's your lucky day, Nathan. But you weren't like Gregory. <laughs> which name should I use? I don't know. <laughs> Nathaniel's fine. Nathaniel's fine. Something nice and neutral. I'm sure there's a Nathaniel listener. If you're Nathaniel, your ears just perk the fuck up. The like, synchronicity. Oh my god, they've been yeah. waiting for that one. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Pato told me I could come." No, I didn't, Nathaniel. I didn't count. You didn't hear me say one. Uh, sure. I, I didn't say the word. I didn't say pineapple. Hold, hold it in, Nathaniel. Yeah. <laughs> you got to hold it in. You got to wait. Not yet. 
And then you got to call 77359 weird. <laughs> While you listen to this episode, yeah. Record your message. My God. Can you um, imagine if people just started leaving us there? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I would put that let, on the Patreon. Let me ask you this. When people call that number, do you do you do we have caller ID set up for it or anything? So when you call, it doesn't ring. It just goes straight to the voicemail. But there is a caller ID. Yeah, it'll t- it's just like a fun, like your phone app or whatever. You know, someone calls you, your phone's off, it doesn't ring, but you'll see you got a missed call. Okay, so that I don't know how this is set up because I I called it once. I remember when I was in the hospital, and that was it. That's all I remember. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a, it's just a, your phone. I mean, it's just like using a, it's just the same as your phone. So it's a separate phone line for your phone? Yeah. So is there any way you could pick up? I could, yeah. I could turn it. So right now, so all it is, um, spoiler alert, secret. Here's the secret to how you get your own hotline or phone number. Um, Google Voice. Download Google Voice on your phone. And I give, you know, you can kind of, you kind of have your choice in a phone number, sort of. Um, and then from there, um, you can turn on do not disturb mode. So when people call, it doesn't ring. If I were to take that off, people could call and talk to us. I've actually thought about utilizing that in the future and us doing like callers on it. I would like that. How is Jeremiah Byron doing his call-ins? I think he, he's just doing it through his phone number. Oh. Maybe not. Maybe maybe his is Google Voice. I wouldn't be surprised. I would like to do a, a open lines episode. That would be Me cool, too. wouldn't it? Yeah, I would like to do that, yeah. We would just have to make sure people called in. It's like an event we could plan for. We can kind of hype it up on the show for a couple weeks in advance. Would you guys like that? Would you guys like us to do a live open open line show? I would love it. I mean, it, we would we would do it like on a Monday, and then we would just we would you know what I mean. And it wouldn't be live for people to listen to. They would hear it on that Wednesday when we aired it, right? But it, they could call us. Well, what happened? I mean, how would people know when to call? We would tell them. We would put it on all our social media. We would we would say, hey. Um, special we should you know what we should do it that week that i'm gonna be gone and we should say like hey maybe that friday or something like the 11th no wait be the 18th or whatever we'll pick a date you know friday saturday night and then we'll be like hey we're gonna do this on such and such an hour call this number we're gonna pick up you'll be on the show with us and call and tell us our stories and uh we should do it like yeah we should do that and like uh have a few drinks with it be fun we'll talk about it i gotta figure out how to record something like that yeah you know so but like remember yeah remember when when i had like that one person on i know because it's the two we get me like we got to hear each other and then they got to hear right yeah Unless we did it via Zoom, where we reached out to the people individually, and they just had to like say it in advance, they had to like book a slot in advance. How does that, Jeremiah do it? How does it sound like when people call? I mean, you don't listen to his show. No, I guess I, don't. <laughs> I, don't I haven't. I haven't. Any of those over- I know. I, I, haven't get to, I called it the other day. But I haven't got to hear anybody um, talk on it yet. No. I just went to the first one the other day. He was like, oh, hey, call in. And I thought that, hey, I'd help out. So I called in, and, and then nobody called in after that. 
I'm behind on the the last episode of his I listened to is the the Hodag one. He's oh, been yeah. he's been like totally ramping up his content now, which is good for him. But yeah, here's the thing, like, but then I there's we, I listen to behind. I listen to a lot of podcasts, yeah, and right. I get behind. You right. know what I mean? And there's day there's weeks where like I'm in podcast mode where I drive because I I drive a, a decent amount for work and I'm listening to podcasts the entire time. And then there's times when I'm in my car and I want to listen to rock and roll. Right. You know, it's I can't do I I switch back and forth between like wanting to listen to tunes and wanting to listen to people talk about cool shit. And yeah. So no, the Hodag episode was the last Bigfoot Society one I listened to. I apologize. I should listen to the open lines one just to take notes to figure out how I did it. Just ask him. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go downstairs and t- ask my toaster. I'm sure he's listening through it. You, right, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you can talk to the man. Yeah, you I don't know. have to listen to his show. To get, I mean, you should listen to a show, but you know, you can, <laughs> he's very approachable. <laughs> I love Jeremiah. If you're not listening to Jeremiah Byron and doing uh, Bigfoot Society open lines, I think he does it live on youtube um sunday and maybe it's not sunday maybe it's monday i really have no idea it's every other <laughs> day he does it like three times a, he does it like twice on tuesdays he's all over the place with it he is all over the place with it well just get on youtube subscribe to bigfoot society podcast and turn on your notifications that way you are notified when jeremiah goes live and that's when you are invited to call in and share personal stories right. um he wants to hear him, and I do too. So when he's not out there harvesting adrenochrome, he's uh, podcasting. He's podcasting. Yep, <laughs> <That's> Jeremiah. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything else to say about people randomly catching on fire? Nope, I'm done. All right. Um, are you gonna Are you gonna finish Nathaniel off, or are you just gonna leave him hanging? Uh, Nathaniel, you can come to the Lyric Theater this Saturday, November fifth. 7 p.m. Uh, for the Blue Island Short Film Festival. And uh, I'll let you finish there. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, we'll see you guys back here next Wednesday.